Go fuck yourself. Fuck it, leave. Go. Fuck off. I don't want to fucking do this show. That's a good way to start. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting fucking angry the moment this show starts. As if I already haven't been fucking angry, but Jesus fucking Christ. Welcome to Talk That Good Shit! It's AEW time! Aren't we excited? I've got you my are... Glock in one hand and a fifth of vodka in the other. You are so much more excited than I am. I was gonna say, can I put the gun in the mouth and you can have the vodka? <laughs> I'm faking it like a $5 hooker. Oh, I think you have more passion than they do. Jesus Or like my first girlfriend. Oof, okay, that's a bit more and speaking of faking it, Eddie Kingston's fucking suspension. Let's just go. There are way too many sh- uh, fucking matches on this card. I know. There's fucking 14. What the so shit? There was, n- there, was, there was nine. I, 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 I understand. Two days ago, we we recorded, um, spoiler alert, pulling back the curtain. Two days ago, we fucking covered Clash in the fucking castle. With six matches. With- yeah, with six matches, we looked at this show, there was nine. This is nine or ten. And all of a sudden, fucking six hours later, there was 14. The actual fucking shit. Also, the- I can hear myself in an echo. <laughs> That's just you getting angry. But fucking fantastic, I'm getting more fucking angry than I'm fucking... <laughs> <laughs> so, because there are way too many fucking matches, and more matches than a WrestleMania two-night special, um... Okay, I'll try to give you a quick, quick rundown on each match. Starting with the first one, Ishii versus Eddie, Eddie Kingston. I don't know why that's happening. There's your build. Eddie Kingston got suspended. Now he's on a pre-show match. There. Yeah, I, I got nothing. Apparently this is a fucking match for some reason. That's so, why we're having it. Uh, Eddie Kingston wins because suspensions are legit. Yep. Yep. I don't fucking care. It's a pre-show. I don't know if anyone would care. It's a of the three pre-show matches. It's the one without a championship on the line. No oh. one cares. <laughs> God, I wish I didn't know that part. Now I'm dreading the rest of it. So Eddie Kingston wins because fuck CZ Dub. John Moxley created freedom. Um, anyway, the bastard versus the other bastard. Yeah. Okay. So apparently this whole thing was Kip Sabian was appearing in puck matches, but he's wearing his bag on his head, and then. I think it was in the six-man tag tournament. He attacked Puck, I think, and took the bag off. And, oh, my God, it's Kip Sabian after, you know, 700 years. And now they have a title match. That's all I know about this. Winner gets to winner owes the other one 100 gifted subs on Twitch. Winner gets the fuck off to the UK. Please. Puck, Puck wins because... Uh... The All-Atlantic title, as I mentioned the other day, was created so Puck can go fuck off to the UK and he gets a title and he can be fucking happy. So there you go, Puck wins. As I said, Puck wins because, uh... Oh, this show is just awful. Fucking here we go, match number three, pre-come match three. Um, Hook versus Angelo Parker. Who is Angelo Parker? Okay, I do know him. He is part of 2.0 or Everrise. He's in Jericho's Appreciation Society. Ah. Uh. All I know is at one point Hook was either going to fuck Danhausen or a bag of Doritos. I would rather Hook uh, Hook face the bag of Doritos here. I said I don't fuck, know why but this okay. Is happening. I literally, I actually read the results from All Elite. I have no idea why this exists. Because FTW Championship, brother. Because the Hook needs something to do. Because they want Taz at some point to go, That's the Katahashime. Down, Hooker. Or is it, what like is it? That. That's called the El Camino, bro. <laughs> Oh, I hate it. Um, yeah, Hook's not losing. No, Hook wins because everyone's wet for Hook. 
Not only that, Hook's not losing to a fucking tag team jobber. Hook is a tag team jobber. <laughs> Apparently not. He's Literally. got a title. He's yeah. less of a jobber. Somehow. Hook is like Dominic Mysterio, but he took time to pay attention to his dad. Parker has but recently just- called out Hook on All Elite Programming. And match was scheduled for All Out. That oh, is the okay. build I have written here. That's how you get a championship match for the FTW Championship. Hey, cunt. Okay, we have a match now. Hey, fuck you. Bam, match. Done. Match. You're on the you're on the pay per view. But don't call Eddie Kingston fat because you get punished for it, even if he punches you in the face. Yeah. Let. Was that meant to? Do, do we yeah, think the original first match of the whole pay per view was Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara? That was the first thing announced. It's not happening. So Sammy's not on the card at all as I quickly read through it. So I can only think he's going to be in one position and I doubt it. One position is fired. One position is later in the show in the ladder match, but surely they have, surely they have to have a better position for him than that. We'll get to that. Anyway, uh, Hook wins because um, he touches strippers at a strip club when you're not allowed to. That's all Um, you need. First match of the actual card, or at least where the order I'm looking at it. It's the order I've got, so... Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. Now, look, if this was 10 years ago, mwah, this is amazing. I can't wait for this. Jericho is not the same. Danielson can still go, but Jericho not so much. So I'm dreading what we have in this. And Daniel Garcia is involved in this for some reason. He's like having a conflict of interest between being a wrestler and being a sports entertainer. So look forward to that. Fuck WWE. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know how this match goes. Uh, I assume Brian I'm yeah. assuming Brian wins. Yeah, yeah, I reckon Brian wins. Yeah, I'll say he'll that. Get one up, he'll get one up on Jericho at this pay-per-view, and then... uh, Then the, about eight months' time, when we get to double or nothing, Jericho will finally win the feud. Yeah, and then he'll go off and play shows with Fozzie again. Oh, speaking of which, did you see that Fozzie's tour got delayed because Jericho's injury that he suffered at the hands of Moxley? No, I didn't see that. Apparently he has a throat injury, so... He's still recovering, and that's fine. He still can do everything physical, but he can't sing. As someone who can't sing but does listen to music, does Jericho actually sing? I don't think so, but I will leave that to everyone else. I will allow a professional to determine whether Jericho sings, but I don't know. The song you're going to judge, it has to be Judas. Oh, no, I'm going to go back and listen to all the older songs too. Fuck no, it has to be Judas. That's what is best music. Chris Jericho, the man that allows everyone to sing that they be coming. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, that match. (laughs) I do love that we've gone through four matches and Chris has barely said anything. I trust me, I don't give a fuck. I fucking cannot give a shit. I could not care fucking less about this show. I feel like the fuse is going to be lit later down the card. So anyway, match number five, unless you have something else to say about the geriatric before the brain damaged. Which one is that? Why, I mean... Because that could be this whole card. Anyway, match five. Uh, for the interim AEW Women's Championship, the match fatal four-way or four-way match. Okay, uh, so Tony Storm became the number one contender. Then Thunder Rosa got hurt. She vacated the title. Now, Britt Baker and Hikaru Shida make sense. They're former champions. Thun- uh, Tony Storm makes sense. She's the number one contender. Why is Jamie Hayter here? Who else would you put in the match? Oh, t- no one. Who's Maybe the current... 
put Jade Cargill in the match. Oh, no, no, she's got a match later. She's she can work twice. <laughs> no, she can't. She can't if work KSI once. Could, if KSI can win two boxing matches in one night... You're assuming that she would be able to work once, let alone twice. <laughs> You're anyway, assuming she can if, work. Yeah, okay. I can only assume the original plan because Tony's uncreative and he does the same thing every single time regardless. So, Tony Storm will win. Yay. Ooh. Oh, well, no, here, there. I've already just thought of it. Why is Jamie Hayter in the match? Someone's got to lose. Yeah, see, I thought about that. That was the only thing I could think of. Like, Sheeta had an, a crazy run. She really shouldn't, you know, and then she's done nothing. Don't let that's, her lose. That's why I assume she was here, was to take the loss. Britt Baker was the pivotal champion for this division for the longest time. No one could beat her, so why would she lose this match? Tony Storm has a dump truck and is the new hotness. Why would she it's lose? Something like that, yeah. So... Jamie Hayter is there to specifically lose. Yeah, I'm still saying that uh, that bitch, uh, fucking Tony Storm, is going to win. I, yeah, I'd believe it. I, they, they've legitimately milked a Britt Baker title run to the point where if she won it, it would be to lose again fairly quickly. Yeah. So I'd say Tony Storm wins. The world goes back to the way it has always been. And Boy. yes. Anyway, the House of Black versus oh. Darby... Darby Allen, his dad, and the God-fearing Miro. Ugh. Um. Ugh. I, the more I look at this, the worse it gets. I don't care about this because there are too many names I've lost all interest in. Okay, so from what I remember was Alistair Black, oh sorry, Malachi Black was doing stuff and then, I don't remember why, but Miro got involved. Julia Hart was there. And then Miro costs Ma- uh, Malachi Black the six-man tag title tournament. And then House of Black beat him up and Darby Allen made the save. So I guess it's a six-man tag. I'm not lying. That's everything I can remember. I look at this match and I go, Sting, you just need to take a step back. It's Sting! And then I'm like, there are some names here that I'm like, you could be doing so many other things and yet you're wallowing away. Not even at, like, at this point, I can't even call this the mid-card of the pay-per-view. No. Is that you were wallowing away. Buddy it's- Matthews was winning the Cruiserweight Championship. In Strayer. In Strayer. In front of 73,000 people. And, and now he's probably awesome. going to get pinned by Darby Allen or Sting. Don't that forget, or- of, of, of everyone no. in this match, only one person here has had a form, has had an all-league title match. Yes. And it's Brody King. No, Darby's had one. Darby's held been- titles. Yeah, he had matter. the TNT title matches, but I don't remember him having a world title match. I thought he had a I thought he had a match on a random dynamite against Moxley. He may have remember because remember Moxley came out and they had a fucking stare down or whatever. And then Gross, shoulders. Let me let me look this up. I'm gonna this do the, the most same thing. Interesting thing of this match is has Darby Allen previously had a world title match? TNT, 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 blah 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 blah. Right, Darby Allen was actually the TNT champion at one point. Yeah. I completely forgot that was a thing. He fell. Oh, yeah, here you go. Moxley beats Darby Allen. Yeah, you're right. Uh... Um, oh, and he's had a second one. He had one against Jericho as well, which he also he... lost. All right, what a loser. But he's had two title matches. Good for Darby. I actually just remember that. It was, yeah, Mo- Moxley versus Darby Allen for the All Elite World Championship on July 30, 2020. That felt like only a couple of fucking months ago. Really? It feels like about six years ago. Seeing as everything goes at breakneck speed in this company. So this is a blow-off match, right? Like, after this, the feud ends? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't. Because I didn't even pick this feud up, so, like... I don't 
even know what Darby Allen was doing before he got involved in this. Rusev I mean, came it, back from injury and fucking went out the black. But yet, neither of them were in the match to determine a number one contender. Darby Allen's just been hanging out with Sting. That's just their thing. No, actually, I lie. I remember that exact match I was bitching about. Bro- that Brody King wins, he lost eliminates Darby Allen. There you go. There's another bit to the story. I don't, you know, okay, do you know, the funny thing is, is that I can tell you the last, I can remember the last thing Darby Allen did. It was a coffin match against Andrade, but that was in fucking April. I was going to say a fight against Cody, but that works too. No, no, he fought, he did, he also did a uh, a coffin match against Brody King because they, he hit him in the stomach with the skateboard and then Brody King bladed. <laughs> right. That I was, that was, what the fuck am I watching? That, that was, was his uh, weak that was spot. At, that was at Fighter <laughs> Fest. That was, that was, uh, that was, that was still like two months ago. Yeah, it was like it was like two. It was like two fucking months ago. So fucking bad. Yeah, oh, and the, so and the casket match. Oh no, hang on. No, that that uh that cut that fucking casket match was last month. It was. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't fucking change a thing. Yeah, I know. So far, the best match on this show looks to either be Brian and Jericho or the women's match. So Tony's not gonna like that. The fact that the women's match might be the match of the night so far. No, shut up. The best match on the card is uh Hook. Hey, we haven't gotten to the official best match. I'm just going through what we've done so far. <laughs> also, on this next match, we will be halfway through the card. Oh, yeah, I get that. And it's been, like, over just over 10 minutes since the <laughs> recording started. So uh, <laughs> oh. don't worry. We've got after we've got seven matches to go. End of my um, d- does anyone have anything else to oh, say right. about... never picked winners. Uh, Miro wins because apparently Malachi Black requested his release. Yeah, if you didn't know that, yeah, that actually no. was a thing. Yeah, he yeah, had good. Apparently, like two, three days ago, it came out that apparently Malachi Black requested his release, and we don't know if it's been granted or not. He's here at the pay per view, and people are like, oh, well, no, it hasn't been. But I'm like, I don't know. If he loses here, I feel like he could be going. Uh, I mean, like, hey. hasn't Tony Khan already made it clear that he doesn't really intend on letting people oh. go? No, I, yeah, I, I've, also, I've, that. I've also got to say this as well being upset about not being on the show is a good thing. Now use that feeling and get better. Keep training, believing, and don't be complacent. Quote Miro on August 31st at 2.30 in the morning. So, nearest makes no difference, about two and a half days ago. At the same time it came out that Malachi Black requested his release. Eight hours later, this six-man tag was made official. I'd rather so, watch Machine Gun Kelly get powerbombed. Maybe even Sting wins, but specifically Malachi Black will be pinned. That is my prediction. Whoa. Close, Malachi Black will then go back to WWE and it'll be fucking awesome. And then everyone will enjoy it. He'll kick the head off of someone. It'll be good times. Uh, Alice, I, I actually can't wait for Alistair Black versus um, Karrion Cross. And Ooh, he'll that's... still be selling his fucking eye. I'll be totally okay <laughs> with it. It's still real to me, brother. <laughs> oh, um, God. Jade Cargill versus Athena. I um, don't care. Jade wins. Move on. No, fuck off. Athena can win. No, no, no. Jade is going to win. Funny enough, I heard that there, apparently there's a rumor that uh, Athena may actually win. I don't believe it, but there is a rumor going around. I mean, if you want your title be to be on someone who can actually fucking work. So why is the match happening? Because neither of them can. Thank you. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. Um, so... Jay Cargill was shit talking. Athena debuted like all X Fed guys do. Uh, confronted her, and then I think Jay Cargill's been bitching out on fighting Athena for like three and a half months, and now the match is happening. I can only I can only assume Athena got injured. 
something something Mandy Rose. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick Jade, but I agree, I don't care. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here boiling my own piss because I really need something to fucking drink. Feel like that's better than watching the show. I'm saying Athena. You put her in a ring with a good opponent, and it can be an okay match. You put Jade Cargill in a ma- in an arena with anyone, and you're gonna want to cut off your own dick with a fucking pussy. That's not true. We could rewatch that Tay Conti match, or was it Anna Jay? It doesn't matter. Either way, it was terrible. Either way, it was both. Oh if you- God. You legitimately just listed two names that I'm like, oh, look at that. Two people that have no standing. No, no. I just just want to say as well is if you actually look up Jade Cargill's entire entire fucking history, all the way back to when she had a tag match with with Shaquille O'Neal against Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet, all the way through. Sorry? That was a thing. Yeah. She has lost one match. One. It was to Ruby Soho in the Casino Battle Royal. No, 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 that doesn't count. She's undefeated. She has won, if it's in singles matches, she has won every single match she has ever competed in. Because we want Goldberg, but Goldberg said, lol, no. But how often do they bring up that she's been undefeated? Every fucking match is what I'm aware of. I don't know. Did you know that Relic is killer spelled backwards? Oh, fuck me. Uh. I hate this. Just also going to say as well is Jade has only had one match in the last month and a half, and it was against Madison Rain. And Madison Rain's match was fucking terrible. Yep. So, yes, Jade Cargill wins. Let's uh, stop talking about this now. It's making me sad. You, you want to be really sad then? <laughs> yeah, I know what's up next. This makes me laugh, actually. All right. Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Blood feud. You brought up his dead dad. How could you? It's a singles match. It's a singles match. They can be disqualified. They can be disqualified. It's a singles match. No, no, no. Sorry. No, we have to really get here. It's William Riso versus Jack Perry. It's a... I just want to say, lol, your dad's dead. There you go, that's the feud. Yeah. Lol, your dad died. Your dad wouldn't be proud of you. Your mum raised a shit son. I wish your dad never gave birth to you or something. How dare you say that about my dad? How dare you say that about my dad? I'll kill you, he says, challenging him to a normal match. (laughs) Um, They need, this should be a revolver on a pole match. (laughs) You can't kill myself. Um, so, there is actually a storyline to this, which we're making fun of, but basically, I think Christian turned heel, and then Luchasaurus turned heel the team with Christian, and then he turned face. <laughs> what? What? Luchasaurus turned heel, and then he didn't, and then he did, and then there was dissension, and he didn't, but he did, and then he didn't. <laughs> I'm not lying, that's what I remember reading. And then Jungle Boy <laughs> beat the fuck out of Christian, he made a shirt that said Christian's a pussy. This uh, this storyline was produced by the Big Show. <laughs> and then fucking I don't know, Christian bitched out, but now the match is happening because fuck your dead dad. Christian's gonna show he can outwank everyone. Christian's dying to go back to WWE. <laughs> he wants to get a part of this Judgment Day feud. He's like, oh, I'll I'll fight Judgment Day with Edge. <laughs> I'll fight Rhea Ripley and I'll lose. Please let me go. I'll hit Rhea Ripley with the kill switch. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, Jungle Boy wins because yes. all elite ball and dead, Jung- dead dads. 
Jungle Boy wins because you don't say you wish someone's dead dad was even more dead. Whoa, <laughs> uh, 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 awesome. Oh, fuck, don't even start. Your, your dad's dead. Wow, that was a pretty good promo, everyone said. <laughs> wow, you're fat. Really nice. I you're like fat. the part where he mentioned death. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> you're fat. How dare you say that about me? No, no, no. no just I'll say, fucking kill you. Yeah, you're, exactly. You're fat. I'll kill you. It's like, the dude just brought up someone's dead dad. I said you're fat, which is the truth. Um, <laughs> sorry, no, sorry, sorry. For some reason, I just thought of, um, your dad's dead. Uh, yeah, let's fight. You're fat. I'll kill you. I'm just going to finish this hot dog first. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Next pay-per-view. We're mixing. It's going to be a tag team match, and the promos are going to be, your dad's fat. Hey, fat! Your dad's fat and dead! Oh, God. Scott Steiner was shining this. Fat asses! <laughs> fat ass! Uh, why? I didn't Jungle... like that every match so far has descended to make calling Eddie Kingston fat. I mean, like, what's he gonna do? Vanity search and cry! <laughs> Jungle Boy wins because woo! Jungle Boy! Whoa! Oh, yeah, Jungle Boy wins, whatever. Um. Next match. Oh, fuck. It's another six-man tag team match. I'm oh, fuck. The Motor City Machine Guns are in this. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's the what only the reason I'm to this. The only match on the show that is the entire reason I will be illegally downloading this. Hey, Hell I yeah. Said, I said I would not watch this show, and then they announced the guns, and I'm like, fuck, now I have to, don't I? I hate this company. Oh, are they going to try and bury them against Wardlow? <laughs> no, Jay, no, 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 Jay Lethal's taking the pin. If the, oh, you... No, no, like, no, I actually do believe Lethal and the Guns will win because then Lethal will fight Wardlow and get jobbed out and the Guns will fight the Revival and get jobbed out. I would have rather the Black Machismo. Yeah, <laughs> that too. I just remembered the fucking good brother. For some reason I thought, oh yeah, the FTR are the Impact Champions. No, it's the good brothers. No, yeah. as of today, it's not thank you. They lost the tag titles today. Wait, who, who'd they lose Matt it to? fucking Tavern. Oh, oh my God. What's the other guy? Mike Bennett, him. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Maria Canellis, yeah. This yeah. love. <laughs> so I imagine this is leading to them where the Revival will take the Impact tag titles anyway. Oh, this match is to show up who's going to be in the AEW game. It's not Good FTR. Oh, well, about that, then uh, the Revival are losing. Yeah. Imagine getting cut out of a game while you were champions. Apparently, the reason was, I read earlier, the reason apparently was their moves were too hard to program. Fuck off! <laughs> Voice crack and all, fuck off! <laughs> that wasn't what I read. I don't know if it's true. Fuck! They're, they're, too, hard to, they're too hard to animate. Fuck off. Kenny's going to do like a fucking 1080 into the sun. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, sorry, I've got to say this. Man, these moves that the Revival do, like standard tag moves, man, they're really hard to animate. Hey, can we animate every single time a super kick happens, we slap our fucking legs? That'd oh, be yeah, great. that does happen. They animated the slapping of the leg for the super kick. Oh. I can hear, I can hear, I can taste the facepalm through the microphone. Oh. <laughs> Remember when their whole thing is... Just fists? <laughs> no flips? Not yeah. too hard. Yes! Say yeah! Fuck oh, no. <laughs> the revival, like, revival be like, are we in this game? Say yeah! And Tony's like, no! Oh, I'm... 
But yeah, Jay Lethal wins. There you I'm go. I'm I'm so fucking done with this show. I feel like my dick's gonna fall off. We got five matches to go. Fucking right. hell. Let's go to a. Well, let me just relish in the fact that the Motor City Machine Guns are on the show for a little bit. Okay, let's move on to more disappointment. Um, Apparently my charge battery level is low. I've got to go charge it. Sorry, guys, the fucking emergency. The Casino Ladder, almost called it a Battle Royale. Um, Winner gets a World Championship match, which they'll probably have the following week. And they'll lose. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fucking Claudio, Wheeler Utah, Penta, Ray Phoenix, who the fuck's Rush? Andrade, Dante Martin, and probably W. Morrissey. You don't know former, <laughs> um, was it Ring of Honor champion? Ru- I can't remember who he was. No, yeah, ri- yeah, I think that was Rush. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, Rush yeah, 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 Ring of Honor champion. Black. Dragon yeah. Lee, that, uh, that's his relative. Dragon Lee, so he's related to. Unpopular him. opinion. The majority of Ring of Honor was mid. I mean, I don't know how that's unpopular. This thing on what year? After what year? Oh, fuck. I can't give you after what year. Just the majority of it in general was mid. That had highlights. And then El Generico sold out and became Kevin Owens (laughs) and Sammy Dane. It had highlights, but fuck, there was so much midness. Yeah, okay, fine. It's like Punk had his run. That was pretty cool, but like, I wouldn't say it was groundbreaking. Well, I I think the only thing that was groundbreaking out of that entire, out of a month, the history of Ring of Honor was Brian Danielson and Nigel McGuinness. 100%. 100%. I was about to bring it back to another joke, but I won't. What about someone having how fucking hell? Someone being hepatitis? fat. Yeah, there you go. DJ got it. <laughs> someone about having hepatitis and being fat. <laughs> I was going to say, I oh, that's yeah, what... groundbreaking. Wow. Abdullah the Butcher? <laughs> Abdullah the Butcher? Just say, no, no, groundbreaking. Hey, should have fallen concrete. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so yes, this match is a thing, and I think we discussed it just after we recorded the last podcast, and I'm pretty sure most of these names were names that were thrown out. Uh, so we like in Claudio, uh, one of us threw in Wheeler, Wheeler. Pentagon, Phoenix, Andrade, they were all in there. Uh, we threw in Malachi Black and Miro, but that was before their tag match was announced, so Dante Martin and Rush replaced them. And then we had talked about the surprise entrant where... Originally, it was like, oh, it'll probably be MJF if they want a surprise, or it'll be Samoa Joe. But I didn't think until you just said that. I think you're spot on. Speed Cass, Speed Cass wins. And yeah, then he Cass. dropped the monthly. Oh, 100%. C- considering he debuted two days ago. Yeah. Oh, this is Wardlow. It's okay, because it's big ass. Big ass. You know, if it is him, though, what the fuck? Why debut him? When they did, if, if he is meant to be this joker, I mean, he is you a joke, You guys are but... going on like he just debuted. Do you guys not remember? I know the answer is no. Do you guys not remember when he jogged out to Wardlow before Wardlow faced MJF? Yes, I do remember that. What was his no, debut? No, I don't remember. I don't, <laughs> I don't count that as a debut because it happened and then he fucked off. That is his debut. That was his first appearance on All Elite TV. That is a debut. Bullshit. He showed up, got his tank kicked in, and then took his ball and went home to Impact. (laughs) He was was fucking better off there for a fucking while. He's probably still better off there. I'm actually surprised he didn't didn't go back to NXT. I'm honestly shocked. Why? Well, I mean, I don't think he'll go back there because of all the shit with uh, Carmella that happened Mm. in the end. The only reason I can't see him going back to the WWE is because of Carmella. Outside of that, 
Yeah, I'm just that's where he belongs now. Yep, that's fine. So I see it being like, list. This list of names. The winner is the Joker. So let's say currently the winner is the Joker. If it's Morrissey, yeah. If it's anyone else, even if it's MJF, Dante Martin will win. Really, I'm thinking Wheeler Utah. Uh, probably, actually, what, it's one the, of those two. The, fu- the the funny thing is, if we actually look at this, Claudio is the Ring of Honor World Champion. Wheeler Utah is the Ring of Honor Pure Champion. I'm sure and, Pentagon and Phoenix have a fucking title. I was going to say, then you have the Mexican representation all in one match. Yeah, Pentagon, Ray, and Rush. And Andrade. And Andrade. And Dunn. Is he? I know no, he's, he's from that. Minnesota. For some reason, I thought he was, um, I thought he was from uh, Puerto Rico. But no, he's apparently from um, Minnesota. Dante Martin have a brother who's injured? I yeah, don't know. I maybe. think so. The only reason yeah, I know that is from Pro Wrestling Sim. Yeah, weren't weren't they like top flight? Isn't that what their team I was called? I think that's what they are. Yeah, D- is it Dante D- Darius and Darius? Yeah, that's it. Where's fucking Darius Martin? He was uh, he was in a car crash, wasn't he? Was he? Oh, he, he had a car accident. Casino Battle Royal stuff in March of this year. When? What? March of this year. Apparently, March second, Darius Martin made his return. What has he done since then? Because I was going to say this might be where he comes back. All Catering. Right. He's been oh. in catering. Martin Profile. That one. I can't see my keyboard from here, so I'm just like kind of winging it here. Holy fuck! Yeah, his last match was April 15. What did he do? Uh, 10 man tag on Dark. Did he the lose? Top Flight and Kazarian versus oh. Butcher. Oh no, not even Butcher. Just Blade Angelico, the. Oh no, Max Caster specifically, and Private Party. Huh. Private party, you mean Street Profits Light? Uh, no. They lost Dynamite appearance. Well, it wasn't Dynamite, it was Rampage, but they lost to the Bucks. Shocker. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I actually do agree the more I think about it. Yeah, no, Wheelie UT will win because Wheelie UT. Plus, it then goes on to, like, you know, the end of the show, what's going to happen? Oh my god. Oh yeah, you're right. He was in a bad car accident and re-injured his ACL, which puts him out for six to eight months. Yep. What, is, what does this prove? Just don't drive. It's true. Or, better yet, don't sign with all in. See, Tony, this wouldn't happen if we got to fly everywhere and not drive everywhere. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I was going to say, just make them live in the uh, Daly's place. Shut the fuck up and get in your Volkswagen! <laughs> Volkswagen? No way. No, 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 no. They don't get oh, in the no. Volkswagen. They get in the fucking high ace. Let's <laughs> fucking go! Yeah! <laughs> Uh, yeah, Wheelie UT. Next. This this fucking ladder match um, means nothing because Moxley will win anyway. Tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship of the World Forever. Uh, oh, Keith Lee actually, and no, Swerve. I, do have a thing for, I have a thing for this, right? Yes. I remember this because I explained this last week to try to make sense of it. So, the Acclaimed and the Gun Club were a team together, like a faction. You mean the Arse Boys? The Arse Boys, yeah. And then Billy Gunn... And the Arse Boys split from the Acclaimed. Then the Arse Boys teamed up with Stokely Hathaway and beat the fuck out of Billy Gunn. Then the Acclaimed made the save, and now Billy Gunn's with the Acclaimed. And then uh, the Arse Boys started beating the Acclaimed anyway, like after they took out Billy Gunn. And then Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland made the save. And now the Acclaimed get the tag title match. And the Gun Club, I don't know where they are. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. So the whole feud was Billy Gunn and the uh, Billy Gunn and the Gun Club versus the Acclaimed, some convoluted thing that somehow has ended up with Keith Lee and Swerve Scott here because well we need something for them to do. 
And I don't know where the gun club's gone because they were the instigators of the feud and they're not even here. They're too busy working on their TV show. Working on their ass blast. Yeah, that's it. That, you know, that being should the be their tag finisher. Being the ass boys, you have to be careful. If you copped a X-Pac level injury, you'd be out. <laughs> they probably have before. If you tear your asshole, you're done as an ass boy. The sad part is we're going over all these names and I only know half of them from the fact that it's like, oh yeah, these wrestlers have vlogs and this is what happened in them. It's like, oh wait, that guy's still around? I haven't seen him except for in this one vlog. No, okay, see, th- you at least have a vlog so you have video. I know most of these people from pro wrestling sim in their picture. <laughs> just watch, uh, just listen to Chris Jericho's podcast. Uh, I'd, I'd rather not. No, it's great. He interviews such amazing people like, Brian Gewurz, like Brian Gewurz, when they did two podcasts like five years apart and Uh, then spoke about the exact same thing the second time. Well, I'm going to let you finish that. But before that, we really need to talk about Omaha Steaks. Thank you. If we could get sponsored by Omaha Steaks, I would eat Omaha Steaks every day of my life forever. Advertise. Go for it. Fucking Omaha Steaks. Get it up, ya. (laughs) Okay. Um... Yeah, so this tag match, I don't care. I was shocked to see that Keith Lee had a title. Uh, but it, okay, he has a title. I'll actually explain how this happened, right? Yeah, the so, title of Bearcat. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus had the belts. Then the Hardys became the number one contenders. And they were meant to win them. And then Jeff Hardy got his DUI. So the Bucks became the number one contenders. The Bucks took the tag titles. They were in a feud with the Revival. Hey, winner takes all for all the belts, Bucks and Revival. There's your third match. And then the Bucks lost the titles to Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland for a reason. And the Revival are no longer number one contenders. Because fuck the Revival. Yeah, I just, I fucking don't know what's happening. But there you go. That's how they won the tag titles was because Jeff Hardy got a DUI. <laughs> fucking FTR. It's like, you're going to get a tag match. They're like, yeah. Uh, never mind. <laughs> oh, Jeff got a DUI. It's over. Oh. Say no. Say no. <laughs> Say oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland win because what the fuck is this? I hope Max Caster makes a joke about, I don't know, some form of horrendous thing someone did. Oh, yeah. Let's make another offensive rap. Oh, also, they're the baby faces. Oh, well, both teams are the baby faces, in a way. Max Caster's gonna try and rhyme like bear cat with ass hat or something. In fact, actually, looking through this so far, Ishii and Eddie Kingston are both faces. Park's a tweener. Kip Sabian's a heel. Hook's a tweener. Angelo Park is a heel. Danielson's a face. Jericho's a heel. Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida are faces. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter are heels. House of Black are heels. Team Miro are faces. Jade's a heel. Athena's a face. Jungle Boy's a face. Christian's a heel. No, nah, Jungle Boy's a heel. Jay Lethal's a heel. Mostly machine guns are unaligned. Uh, Claudio, Wheelie, Pentagon, Phoenix, and Dante are faces. Russian Andrade are heels. Uh, Keith, Lee, and Swerve Strickland and the Acclaimed are faces. The next match is face heel. The match after that is tweener and face. And the main event is I don't fucking know. That's on a different island altogether. I can... Uh, sorry, I've just realized that I was accidentally muted. I was actually going to say as well is... Everything to do with the acclaimed, by the way, ever since they made that offensive rap and everyone went, oh my god, suspend him or whatever. It actually made me stand up to the acclaimed and went, they actually have a fucking gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Not only do they have a gimmick, but it's a gimmick that they have themselves and not needed, like, someone to work at. Didn't need WWE to get it over. 
and didn't need anyone else and didn't steal it from anyone. They just they did it themselves. This is what their thing is. Instead, what the fans gave them was, how dare they? They can't say those sorts of things. Meanwhile, I'm going to shoot guns in a public school. Pew, pew. <laughs> oh, God, terrible. Ah, Keith yeah. Lee wins because Bearcat. Because Bearcat, yeah. I would not be... Can you guys still hear me? I'm probably pretty yeah. far away right now. I would... Sorry, I'm just getting dinner. I would not be surprised if... Uh, the acclaimed actually win these titles. I wouldn't be surprised about it, but you think you're right. Keith Lee wins because Keith Lee. Yes. Yeah. Greetings and salutations, fuck knuckles. Anyway, Ricky Starks goes up against Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, why? Again, this actually does have a story here. So Enlighten me. Team Taz was a thing, which was these two as a team. Then Ricky got a broken neck, a broken freaking neck. Did then- he win a gold medal? He didn't win a gold medal. He did oh, win the FTW pussy. title. He won the FTW title. That counts. That's true. Then he came back from injury. He was sick of being overlooked, you know, typical prime rah rah. But unlike other other people, he actually did shit about it. And he got super over and everyone liked him and started cheering him. And he, tur- uh, he turned face. Hook beat him for the title because he offered the challenge to Hook because Hook. And then Will Hobbs, uh, he was like, look, hey, I lost, but that's okay. You know, inspirational babyface speech. Yeah. And then Powerhouse Hobbs beat the fuck out of him. And I was like, why the fuck did you do that? And he was like, because he just admitted he wants to be a loser. I don't hang out with fucking losers. Despite being in Team Taz, you don't like being a loser. So here we are. I was, I was actually going to say, yes, that's right, Powerhouse Hobbs. Please name one match you've ever won. Hey, he lost. Orange Cassidy, and I think it was about 15 seconds. I said one. <laughs> I think that happened twice, actually. Huh. So, yeah. Ricky Sucks wins because he's just turned babyface and people like him right now. Powerhouse Hobbs has won a few matches. A few, yeah. A, a yeah. few. Name one. Uh, hold on. Uh, yes. Okay. He beat Ashton Day on Rampage <laughs> like three weeks ago. Do you want me to name someone he beat who has actual name value? Yeah. He's scrolling. Hold on. Keep, keep scrolling. Keep oh, Lee and lost at one point. Oh my god, AEW's results page for people looks like a fucking AIDS. Uh, he won a Rampage show against Dante Martin. Oh, uh, he also lost a Dynamite match to Dante Martin. I'm, I'm scrolling through all these. Oh, there's a loss to Orange Cassidy. Dynamite! Powerhouse Hobbs beats Dante Martin. Wow, this has been going a while. Uh, he <laughs> submitted Matt Seidel. Also, actually, looking at the date, one year ago today, Powerhouse Holes beat Brian Cage. Today, one year ago. There you go. Uh, he so submitted that- Colt Cabana. I was going to say, how far, how far in the fucking year right now? It's not the point. <laughs> I was going to say, Colt Cabana, there's a fossil I haven't heard on all Elite TV for at least a year. So he submitted him on Dark <laughs> January 4th this year. He beat Christopher Daniels? <laughs> God. Oh, that was on Jericho's cruise. That doesn't count. Oh, that doesn't count. No, if you're at Jericho's cruise, we're too far back. Okay. Yeah. No, he's not. I was gonna done say it was. This... I was gonna say it definitely wasn't this year. No, no. not at all. He beat so, Fuego. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. He beat Fuego. That's all that matters. Fuego's only. Fuego's only. Fuego's only known to you. I was also gonna say Fuego's no longer employed either. Fuego fucks. All right. Well, not anymore. You don't. <laughs> he. Oh my god, I just need to see how many total. I need to see this. Oof, that's a shame. 12, you... 12 wins, 59 losses. <laughs> there it is, there we go. <laughs> 2020 didn't win anything. What a loser. Oh, you look at oh, Fuego. When did Fuego have 12 wins? Uh, 
In 2021, he won five tag matches and two singles. And who then in 20... Oh, who were the singles wins over? Singles 20... What did I just say? 2021? Yeah. Fuego defeated Luke Sampson on Dark. Who the fuck is that? Uh, And then Fuego defeated... Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Mysterious Movoto. Fuck that! On Dark. What did he do this year? Uh, no, no. He beat Aaron Solo. Beat at Peter Avalon. He beat Sir Pentico. You're really selling me on this, by the oh. way. Look, this guy's going to be getting indie bookings out the fucking anus this year. I tell ya. Anyway, that's enough of that. I'm depressed enough as it is. Get more depressed. Oh, I will with what the next match is. Next match! It's the Elite versus... Uh, I mean, can we just be honest and just say it's going to be the Dark Order? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, they're facing, oh, they're facing Team Orange Cassidy. Yeah, and, no, it'll be the Dark Order because Hangman Page. If by some sheer act of, like, I don't know, Satan and, like, prepubescent boys all across the world somehow the best friends beat the Dark Order... Not only will I be disappointed, but Kenny will win anyway. Yeah, like, wh- why would you do that? They're not going to do that. It's going to be Dark Order, the Elite, because Hangman's going to be hanging out there, he's going to be doing his thing, ah! and he's going to have to beat the Bucks or Kenny because, oh no, we're still friends. I don't want to fight you guys or nothing. Exactly what it's going to be. And Kenny and the Bucks will win because they need something. To- because they, and they will beat them. Hangman will probably take the loss. And then it'll be Hangman in the Dark Order versus the Bucks and Kenny at All Out. Where, yep. yay, a feel good story two years in a row. I don't know. Two years in a row the same people. Uh-huh. But yeah. No, Kenny and Hangman win. Oh, sorry, Kenny and Hangman. I wish. No, Kenny and the Bucks win, regardless. What's going on with Kenny coming back wearing a top while he wrestles now? Uh, it's called He's Still Injured. Why the fuck do you come back then? Because Tony needs him. Yeah, you know what, though? Tony might need him, but Kenny doesn't need Tony. Oh, I don't know about that. Actually, that's true. <laughs> Kenny's got his AEW money. <laughs> you oh, think he'd I... stick around if he didn't have the money? I mean, do you want me to answer that truthfully? You just go to New Japan. Go back. Yeah, I, I agree. And job out to Okada because... No, Okada. no, no, job out to Will Ospreay first, then Okada. And then fucking Ibushi. I say, these noodles are these noodles are really nice. And then Tanahashi. Oh, I get it because we're talking about Japan. Ah, I get it. Chuppy, chuppy, your pee-pee. <laughs> hey, Takamichi Noko is still in New Japan. Yeah, he is. Good on him. Who is? What? Taka. Taka's still in New Japan. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Kenny, go back. I don't know. Do something with the Bullet Club. Be like, get out of here, you fucking Islanders. This is my group now. No, fuck that. If we're going to have anything, it's going to be a power struggle. Jay White versus Kenny Omega, and Jay's going to fucking squash him. I don't want power struggles anymore. Why? Because that's all the Bullet Club is. I (laughs) Stop forming a group with people that hate each other. (laughs) <laughs> Don't worry, it's currently the Bullet Club, but there's also, uh, I think it's the Crown Jewel or the, no, the General's fucking whatever, which is Barley's group. And, and then, then you the House of Torture, and then there's Kenta over here in the corner. with his It's book. like, you, it's like, oh yes, Finn creates this amazing group, yay, if Bullet Club, we're straight shooters, eh, or whatever he <laughs> said. And then AJ comes in and it's like, get the fuck out of here, Irish boy. <laughs> And then AJ got kicked out by Kenny. And then Kenny got kicked out by Jay White. It does, yeah. 
Wash, rinse, repeat. Okada wins the G1 for the 800th time. But Jay White is the champion. It's slightly different. I also had people say that Jay White's fucking tantrum of him just screaming the word fuck for like a minute straight was, this is why I can't take him seriously. Motherfucker, that's exactly what I do if I just fucked up in the final match. Jay White won every single match in the entire tournament on the till the final night, and he lost, and that one loss cost him the entire tournament. That's yeah, what happens when you fucking food. choke. Yeah, that's what happens when you support Carlton. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so the elite win. Kenny wins, yeah. That's all this is. Kenny wins. Yay, the Young Bucks get another title. They really need to stop creating titles to give to themselves, but okay. Don't worry. We'll, so we've got the tag titles, now we've got trios titles, so we'll get the duos titles next. No, but I was going to say the quad- titles are different. The, 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 no, the quads titles. Oh, oh, don't worry. The Bucks and Hangman. Guys, don't worry. We've got the AEW World Championship, but we're going to need the AEW Junior World Championship. That's true. feel like that the Bucks could co-hold that one. For all the... U- for all the young lions like Kenny Omega. <laughs> Junior open weight. Oh, fucking never open suck my dick championship. I hate that. The only way that title is ever good was probably back in 2017 when it was held by Shibata. I'm oh. an uncultured pig. What is the gimmick with that title? Uh, so you've got the junior uh, junior title, which is yeah. three weights. And the young lions. And then you got the heavyweight, which is obviously your big stars. Okada and Naito and all that. The yeah. open weight is the gateway between both. Then why is it called the never open? Yeah. Never, okay. Never is an acronym. It's New Blood, Evolution, Valiant, Eternal, Radical. It's Damn, basically- that title it's just a, got cooler. It's, a, it's supposed to feature up and coming talent and outside wrestlers that aren't signed to New Japan. That's you know, what it was. we had the Intercontinental title and the IC title was the absolute, that's the secondary title. We've got the US title now and that's on par with it. But then we had the U- uh, European title, and that was very clearly underneath the Intercontinental title. That's where the Never Openweight title is. Oh. Yeah. You can you can tell that it's currently held by Carl Anderson. Yeah. Uh. Before Carl Anderson, it was held by Tamatonga, who just beat Jay White and now gets a world title match. What so is... he's moved on from that. What the fuck is going on with the Good Brothers? Yes. That's the problem. I stopped caring, and now they pop up everywhere. I know, that's what's worse. They went to they went to Impact, and they, I was very happy they could fuck off to Impact. I don't mind Impact, but they could fuck off over there, and I'd be very happy. Did Don and now Callis they're all over the place. Did Don Callis come back with Kenny? Yes. Yes. Okay, so he's getting involved in this match. Probably. Who cares? Don Callis is going to punch Hangman in his hung man. Brutal. But probably all right. deserved. Go back to drinking heavily and being a cowboy. 69 me Don. Speaking of uh, people that 69... Moxley versus CM Punk. I really don't want to talk about this. I fucking vented and was so angry. Okay, so here's the castle thing. Oh. Here is my thought. All right, they already they had a title match to crown the oh, undisputed champion. Like fuck off because fuck that's why. Like we have to do this. Well, we did it not on a pay per view. It was a squash match. The talk is Punk wasn't healthy. Then why the fuck run it back like a week or two later? So here is, here's what I'm going to do this. I'm going to try and do this in a very rational and reasonable way. I'm just going to turn Chris down now. <laughs> yes, thank you. CM Punk was injured legitimately 
and they had to have an interim champion, and they did it in such a convoluted fucking way that just Moxley took the title. Oh, well. I'll quickly, and I'll quickly explain it. They had a battle Please role. Do. Kyle O'Reilly won it. Then Moxley beat Kyle. Then Moxley beat Tanahashi. Moxley is the champion. Yes. So that's how we did it. Moxley is the champion. This is all well and good. CM Punk returns. And we have to have a unification match. Whatever. There are two champions. It happens in the UFC. You try and book it in the in the closest possible time frame to make sure that there is a new champion. That's all well and good. So... With that being said, I understand it was a squash match, and I understand that it was all done purely and simply for the basis of the build to this match. So my question is, and as I move my noodle bowl, make sure it doesn't fall over, WHY THE FUCK DID YOU DO IT ON DYNAMITE?! YOU FUCKING IDIOT, TONY! Not because shit all over my fucking desk. You now fucking idiot! You can now pay for it, is why. Because I'm a benevolent fucking god. And you can see this pay for my shit that I gave you for free. I'm gonna get you a fucking see- aneurysm talking about this fucking match. I'm so fucking done with this. The fact and the and the fact that I'm actually cheering for Moxley in this after everything he's done in the last six months. The fact I'm cheering for Moxley in this is fucking stupid. I believe Moxley uh Mox Bros will win. That is my thought. He'll win this match. Good for Mox Bros. He can move on and do it. So, here's the thing, right, is Punk came back, oh, we gotta decide who the fucking champions, whatever their stupid convoluted bullshit is. Cool. They book the match for All Out. Fair enough. That'll be your big match. I'll pay it. Fair play. And then they turned around for some inexplicable reason and said, no, it's not happening there. It's gonna happen on the weekly show on Dynamite. Okay? Everyone assumes some fucky finish will happen. This, this isn't gonna happen. And it'll happen at the pay-per-view. That's the whole point. Babies in two weeks. And then they did it and Moxley beat Punk in under two minutes. What? Whatever. No, okay. Uh, that's fucking retarded. But whatever. Okay. Moxley is the champion. So, you now have seven days to book your next number one contender to face Moxley. Because you sure as fuck aren't going to have a pay-per-view without Moxley on that show and defending the title. Oh, they announced a casino ladder match. Oh, well, you know what? That actually probably kind of makes sense. They can kind of try who the champ's going to be from that. Like, you know, they can open the show with that and whoever wins faces Moxley in the main. That's, that's fine. And then Moxley comes out of this week. He's got a contract and he basically, he shit talks Punk and he announces that whoever grabs the contract and signs it, it's an open contract. Just know I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Moxley, Moxley, Moxley. It's what he does. And some random jerk-off comes and he takes the contract. Whatever. Turns out this is Ace Steel. If anyone cares, I don't. Then CM Punk comes out like an hour later and he's fucking moping around and, oh, you know, maybe I'm not good enough and fucking whatever. Cool. No problems. Fuck off, Punk. We'll see you later. Then this guy comes back out. He fires up CM Punk. Let's fucking go! And then CM Punk signs the contract and we're going to do this at All Out. So why? Why? What? What? Fucking reason was there to do this. You know what would have made sense? Turning around and winner of Brian, uh, of Danielson Jericho will face Moxley. Oh, we'll do a triple threat with the three. Uh, Claudio can face Moxley. Andrade can face Moxley. Who fucking cares? Anyone else. It doesn't matter. Because you blew your load so fucking early. Hell, you could have even turned around and had Hangman Page face Mr. Moxley. That would have been a pay-per-view match. But no, what we did was we crammed about six months worth of storylines into two and a half weeks. 
Why would I fucking pay for this show? Even with the most senior machine guns, on principle, I wouldn't pay for this show now. You gave me this match for free last week. Why would I pay for it now? I know the results. John Moxley beat CM Punk. You gave it away. Oh, but no, this is different. It's Chicago now. Oh, then CM Punk. Either way, the result doesn't fucking matter because you already did the big drawing match, which, by the way, got you 1.04 million viewers. How'd that work out for you? What a fucking waste of time. This, uh, look, and the thing is, is I ham up the, I ham up, uh, let's just pull back the curtain a little bit more and go into the background scenes. Gotcha. I can ham up being, being angry. I can ham up being upset just like I fucking did. The thing is, is I am legitimately pissed off. It's every, every single fucking time All Elite grabs my attention. Every single time they put up the spark, they put the spotlight on themselves and it's just, all right, fucking, what have you got to show for me? This is the spotlight. You have my attention. And they proceed to take a birthday cake and shit all over it. You had something good. You had something perfectly there that I actually wanted to see. And then you decided to, for a lack of a better term, throw it in my face and say, you will fucking like this. I don't understand how anyone could be a fan of this company over the last two weeks specifically when it comes to this rivalry i have to say it's a rivalry but over the last two weeks of dynamite i have had more people who were fans of all elite or who are fans of all elite say this was bad and i have to turn around and say but yet you don't like drew mcintyre versus roman reigns and they say, no, I don't care about WWE. This is, I'll, this I'll, is I'll, fucking worse. Myself. I want to rant on that myself, right? Because I'll give you one thing on this. So we look at Impact and who's the champ now? Uh, it's not Eddie Edwards. He's the number one contender. Uh, it's Josh Alexander. He had the title. He vacated it because his visa expired. Shit sucks. He got it back. He came back. He got his title match. He won the title match. They have... Alexander and Heath Slater building up, but Eddie Kingston stole the number one. Oh, sorry, Eddie Edwards stole the number one tension. Hey, that's fine. We've got a triple threat brewing here. This is being built for Bound for Glory, which is their biggest show of the year. That's still a month and a bit away. You've got Clash at the Castle. Obviously, Mr. McIntyre and Mr. Roman. Everybody was well aware of that. And as we said in the podcast last, uh, our last podcast, they've been building this for years. Now it's going to happen. Then we have NXT where they've announced the closure of NXT UK. So we're going to ma uh, merge all the tiles together for all the NXT guys. And then we're going to re uh, rebrand Europe or whatever. So it's Breaker and it's Tyler Bate. And we actually have a triple threat, which looks fucking awesome, by the way. It's Mandy Rose, Mako Satamora, and Blair Davenport, who's being Priestley. And Priestley was the number one contender to Satamora. Then they announced the closure. So Bia Priestley wants to fight Mandy. They're obviously already unifying the titles, so it's a triple threat. Hey, that makes sense. And they've actually built that up a little. What the fuck is happening here? That's before we even get into what we talked about before, where Okada wins the G1. He's already gone to the biggest show of the year. And Jay White's facing Tamatonga, the guy who cost him the tournament. There's a fucking reason for this to exist. You had a reason for this match to exist in Moxley and Punk. And then you turned around and you gave it away for free. How'd that work with WCW, by the way? You say you've uh, read up all on WCW and you're going to prevent those mistakes. And yet Goldberg won the world title on free TV, just like McFoley did. And that was a fucking amazing moment. That wasn't this, though. 
This is bullshit. This is stupid. My God. Fucking hate this company. And it's, like, it's, it's even worse as well of just, there are people who are defending them. I know oh. you probably, you probably don't. <laughs> I had another thought. I just remembered one other thing, sorry, because it's my favorite part of this whole story. Don't worry, I'm fucking dying. God damn this fucking oh. show. So, you remember earlier where I mentioned that Mr. Moxbrose has a contract. Anyone can fight him. You just got to sign the contract. CM Punk obviously ends up getting it, which is why we're here. You mean to tell me, out of everyone, <clears throat> from Kenny Omega to Hangman Page, from Evil Uno to Kip Sabian, from Malachi Black to Miro, you mean to tell me this entire fucking locker room, not a single person wanted to fight Moxley for the title, because it took an hour for someone to sign that contract. Oh, hell no. No one wanted to fight him because they knew they'd have to blade within the first fucking three seconds. That's fine. It's still a world title match on the second biggest show of the year for All Elite. That's the problem. This is the biggest match you could have possibly had in your career, except for a couple like Kenny or Hangman or whatever. And you just, you don't fucking care. Nah, not my concern. Wasn't Moxley just in a feud with Chris Jericho? Why didn't Jericho take that? Or what about, as everyone calls him, the five-star fucking match having... Douchebag. Like anyone who's in the building at the time. Yeah. It's like, hey, Kenny, you just came back. You left after losing the championship. Fuck the trios. I just don't fucking understand. Why would you think this was a good idea? This is why originally, and I still go back to what I was saying, where you had this whole Danielson and Jericho thing over Daniel Garcia, and Moxie comes in and goes, this is fucking stupid. Beats the fuck out of Jericho and beats the fuck out of Brian because. Blackpool Combat Club or whatever. Cool, let's do a triple threat. Who fucking cares? Moxley can retain. People will pay to see Moxley, Jericho, and Danielson in a triple threat. That's fine. But to rerun the match you just gave away for free, that would literally be like WWE this week on SmackDown. Gunter and Sheamus. And now you're going to pay for it 24 hours later. Why would I pay for it? I just watched it. Yeah, but the result could be different this time. Yeah. Just so... I also... I also have this as well. It's like, oh, it's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. It's in a suburb 30 minutes outside of Chicago. It's not actually in Chicago itself. Oh, no, God forbid. You'd have to fill up one of those states. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, oh. you know uh, the closest WWE's come to this in recent memory was when Drew McIntyre, ironically, was the champ. And then no one knew who he was going to fight. It was all assumed Sheamus would be his opponent. That didn't happen, though, because we did that at Fastlane. But no, Miz cashed in money in the bank and stole the title. Well, the assumption is The Miz will be the WWE champion. Is it going to be Miz and Bad Bunny or Miz and Damian Priest for the world title? That's crazy. And then Bobby Lashley happened. And then it was Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. And that was fucking awesome, by the way. But at the same time, it was, yeah, but they built that up over about a six-week period. From their last major show to their next major show. You did this in nine nights before tonight. Live on Dynamite. Did they? It was It was two. It, was, it wasn't last Dynamite or the Dynamite before. It was the Dynamite before that where they announced Punk versus Moxley. Yeah. Then they had the three minute match. And then hold it. On, hold on. I'll grab, my, I'll grab my calendar here. It was. Uh, whoops. I have a thing there. So that was this week. That was last week. So the 17th of August, they announced the match is happening. No, actually, it's going to happen next week. The 24th of August is when Moxley beats Punk in three minutes. The 31st of August is when this match is made. Because I honestly don't remember 
them announcing Moxley versus Punk at All Out. I don't remember them announcing it, it at all. It was right at the start of the show. So the week prior to that, Moxley beats Jericho, and then Punk confronts him. So Punk comes out, and he talks about fuck Moxley, and they have their fucking promo battle and rah, rah, rah. And it gets announced they're going to unify the titles at All Out. About an hour and a half later, no, it's not happening at all. That's going to happen next week for some reason because they keep fucking fighting backstage. Let's just do it now. Meanwhile, here's Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle having a feud built up and cancelled before their next major show to be done later so it has more time to build. Funny, that. That's non-title, by the way. It would have been better if they didn't fucking do this. If they didn't do the entire thing. Fucking annoyed. Fuckthiscompany.com. I'm sure that's actually a website, and I hope it redirects to all the links. It should. Okay, so I'm just doing a doing a quick look around. So we know that this pay per view is going on at Now Arena. Uh huh. Unlike the last around around forty kilometers from Chicago. Allegedly, they could have had it at the United Center. No, they because they wouldn't have sold the tickets. They wouldn't have sold that one out. But that's where Punk had his debut. True, unfortunately. Or they could have gone to the Allstate Arena, a considerably smaller venue, that would could sit around 18,000 people. The capacity on what we would probably undoubtedly say is AEW's, what, second biggest show of the year or their biggest show of the year? I originally thought because All In was their first pay-per-view, this would be their biggest show of the year. But no, apparently their biggest show of the year, according to them, is double or nothing. Is max capacity around 10,000? Maybe. Oh, I'm Probably. reading it. It's around that. Oh, okay. So uh, they're already admitting just by venue selection, the hype around Punk is gone. Once again, and I bring this up to where we Punk have- can't yesterday. draw in his own city. Well, I bring this up to this exact argument we had. Uh, well, not argument, but the to this argument we're having about the exact thing we had yesterday. <clears throat> when uh, McIntyre announced the UK show and everyone instantly bought tickets for the UK show. Oh, the, there was no matches announced. The assumption was that Drew would be fighting in the main event. We didn't even know Roman would be the champion by that point. But they sold fi- 56,000 tickets like that. WrestleMania was announced. Uh, the tickets came out just a bit after SummerSlam. Instantly sold out. Uh, near sold out. They sold like, I think, 60,000 or 70,000 tickets already for that show. The assumption, again, currently, is Cody Rhodes is in the main event. We have no idea who the champions. What the fuck is going on with this company? If they knew, I still don't think they would answer. No. Tony has lost control of everything. He was fine when Cody was there, because even though Cody would do the stupidest fucking things, because he's Cody, it still had rhyme and reason. He'd still try to keep his show structured. Now it's just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. And if it sticks, let's do that for three weeks and move on to the next. And if it doesn't stick, we can always fall back on Moxley, Punk. And here's Jericho with his own creative freedom, doing whatever he wants for having feuds that last for fucking 17 months. This entire thing is a train wreck. I don't get it. I want to get it. No, you fucking don't like like that. Like, I want to remain objective. I want to say that, you know what, the show could be really good, but I can't get my hopes up anymore after the, what, three, four years this company's been around? Oh, the honeymoon period's well and truly fucking dead. It was like, as a one-off, without Tony Khan around, it was a decent show. I bring this up to last year, right? And last year they fucked up the build because they, uh, Hangman left on maternity leave. Fair enough, real life, family, whatever, cool. 
but they fucked it up big time because of that. But even still, you had Miro and Eddie Kingston for the TNT title. I don't even remember that having a thing. Moxley didn't have a feud, so he just faced Satoshi Kojima because reason. Britt Baker faced Chris Statlander. That had been going for a while. Pentagon and Phoenix faced the Bucks for the tag titles in a shitty match, but that had been going for a while. Uh, Ruby Wyatt won the Casino Battle Royal. <clears throat> Jericho... <clears throat> wow, I'm raging so much. Uh, Jericho and MJF ended their feud after about eight months. Punk debuted against Darby Allin. And Kenny Omega faced Christian because Christian beat Kenny for the TNT title, uh, for the DNA title. What? Things here made sense. There was a rhyme and a reason for most of this shit to happen. Now it's just, hey, it's Eddie Kingston and Tomohiro Ishii. Why? Don't think about that. Also, while we're on the topic, it's Hook versus Angelo Parker. Why? I don't know. Fucking company. Uh, I'm closing that because I don't want to see it anymore. We're done. <laughs> Fuck this. I am. I'm. I'm fucking sweating from how much I've been angry about this yeah, show. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's even, the, like, one last thing. Fuck. I fucking know. It's one, it's, it's, it's actually one last thing. For everyone who's actually been, you know, commenting on this who haven't, or they probably have, or even if they're out there and they're saying, well, if you don't like it, don't, if you don't like it, don't watch it. The thing is, is that I want to watch this show because of the Young Bucks. Don't like <clears throat> it. Because- don't. Fucking lie to yourself like that. No. <laughs> because, because of the Motor City Machine Guns. I was going to say, the guns? And I'll throw a few names here. I want to watch it for the revival. Malachi Black, Miro, even to a point, Darby Allen. There are people on this show, as wrestlers, they are good, and I want to see what they are going to do. I want to see them perform. Yes. and I don't want to see them here. Yeah. And that's the thing, is that all I want to do is I want to be able to watch this show and unobjectively enjoy it. I will wash my brain of this anger and attempt to enjoy this show as much as I possibly can. And I think most of this show, it's going to be a good show, or at least a decent show. However, in stark contrast to that, there will be decisions on this show that I will disagree with. That is understandable, as is every wrestling show. I don't think there's been a single wrestling show where I have agreed with 100% of the decisions that oh, they've made. Actually, if you, again, if you haven't watched our last podcast before Clash at the Castle, you should. But I just get, I did it myself. I gave a raving, scathing review to Liv Morgan's whole title run, and I still disagree with it. I don't, it's nothing against Liv. Liv is indifferent to me. But I cannot stand Liv being the champion. I don't think she should have it. Yeah. It's it's still the things of that these things happen, and we can disagree with them because that is our uh, objective viewpoints as fans and people in in the business itself. We can understand the problem, glaring problem that I have. This very point is regardless of what they do, it's what they've done that has instilled this feeling in me. I don't think there has been a single dynamite or rampage or major show that I have watched of All Elite that has grabbed me and wanted me to keep watching. I'll say the, there's been one show. I will say one show. So before, uh, well, after this one show, the one storyline was Hangman and Kenny. I will pay. I watched that because I was actually interested and I wanted to see the conclusion. Feel good moment. Tony had no fucking clue what to do afterwards, but good moment, good story. The only time I have watched this show, and at the end of it, even though I venomously disagreed with what happened in the main event, the rest of the show was good enough that I was intrigued where they would go. 
And especially in one match's case, I wanted to know where it would go. And that was Full Gear 2019. I still remember the moment. Cody uh, is about to tap out to... uh, Jericho's got the walls of Jericho. He gets the Lion Tamer in specifically, the knee. And MJF throws in the towel. And now Cody can't challenge for the title. Jericho's the champ. And MJF's all apologetic and he did it to save Cody in his career. And Cody puts his hand on his shoulder and goes, it's all right, man. You did what you thought was the right thing. It's okay. And then MJF kicks him in the dick. Mwah! That was amazing. That was, ironically, such good shit. That was the last time I've watched an All Elite show and genuinely been curious and want to know and watch the next show. Uh... Fuck this company. Specifically, fuck Tony's booking. Because when Cody was in charge, we didn't have this many issues. Yep. Uh, Well, we got through that in record time. Amazing. I'm sure we did. Hour bitching about Punk. Well, we started at 6.54, and that was when Craig joined. So... Fucking Craig. Over an hour, but like, I mean... I've uploaded, I think, a two and a half hour thing, so... Fair enough. (laughs) Anyway... So, I don't have anything left to say on that one other than just, if you some if you somehow listen to this podcast before you listen to uh, Clash at the Castle. Uh, first of all, that was a terrible decision. That yeah, was please. a horrible decision, and I do apologize. <laughs> Maybe watch that one to get an actual idea of uh, what we think of wrestling. I, I just I, I'm saying I'm just gonna fucking reiterate on my on my fucking point from a couple of minutes ago. I want to enjoy this show because I enjoy wrestling. And I want this show to be good. I really hope it is. And everything outside of the main event and possibly Jay Cargill's match looks promising. It honestly does. Okay, actually, I'll throw in there. Brooke Daniels and Jericho? Cool. I, I already said I'm not looking forward because Jericho's not the way it used to be, but still should be all right. The women's match looks all right. House of Black versus Team Mirror looks pretty good. As much as we joked about uh, the storylines about, Christian and Jungle Boy should be all right. Revival and the gun should be fantastic. A ladder match is a ladder match. It's hard to fuck it up. Starks and Will Hobbs should be pretty all right as well. The six-man tag match should be pretty good because it's Kenny and Hangman. Like, there is good shit on this show, but how we've gotten there is so fucking bad. Yeah, I just, I really hope this show is I may even turn it off when the main event starts because I do actually half want to watch everything else. If it's, good, if it's good up till that point, advice would be to turn it off then. Yeah. Actually, so the last show we turned off, turned off, because we didn't watch all the full door, uh, full Forbidden Door, that one. Uh, no, we watched most of Double or Nothing. We didn't turn the show off. Revolu- Revolution was the last one, because we didn't watch Hangman and Adam Cole, because Moxley and Danielson was just a, no, what the fuck are you doing? And that was after Punk and MJF's dog collar match. Ugh. So, hey, we're on a roll. We haven't turned off a, t- a show in a while. But there's, always, there's always a time to do it. I think the first time I ever did it was during a Moxley, sh- uh, Moxley match. And I just went, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And I just turned it off and walked away. So Moxley's on a roll. He's the one guy who can get me to tune out. And I say that when I have actual go away heat and I don't want to see you heat with Juice Robinson. And I'll watch his shit, apparently. I will pray to God he loses, but I'll watch it ish it'll be in the background <laughs> in another room okay th- so the last juice robinson thing i saw was will osprey beating his fucking skull in with the hidden blade move that was fucking cool i don't even see any more juice robinson that that's just cathartic to me i suddenly like will osprey so you know 
just kick the shit out of Juice Robinson and you'll just turn for them at any point in oh, time. Oh, fucking accurate. You heard it, Tony. Start kicking the shit out of Juice Robinson. If you fucking book Juice on this show, I'll stop watching even harder. <laughs> I oh will no, turn, the I Joker off, is Juice Robinson. I will turn off the. I, I will turn off the television with such disdain. I will unplug the router from the wall. I will ask for. <laughs> I will ask for a refund of my free download. Of my free download. I will contact my ISP and ask for those gigabytes back. <laughs> oh, what a so you've got unlimited. I still want them back. What a show. Enjoy uh, that, guys, because someone will. Not me, but someone you will. You know what? If you enjoyed it, tell us about it. Tell us you, why you enjoyed it. Don't you don't have to be wrong. Don't you don't have to be wrong. Don't just say that wrestling is winning. Don't bitch out with that excuse. No, actually give... If you do watch it, if you got to comment or whatever you got to do, however you got to contact us or more DJ because he'll be the one who has to deal with the criticism, <laughs> let me know what it is about why you enjoyed watching and I will let you know why you're wrong. Savage. That, that is a that is a lie, actually. But I'm genuinely curious, why Why do people like this? Actually, a good question to ask. Why? Oh. Just why? Because I can. We do this every pay-per-view, and then I look at the previous pay-per-view, and it's like, man, remember the good times when that kind of made sense? Like this, Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho? At least that made sense. I still remember laughing and Jericho being pissy and would shake Eddie Kingston's hand. I was like, you were the one who gave up, you fucking idiot. Yeah, but no. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we're done. I don't think I have anything else. No, I think we're, I think we're done. I think that was talk that good shit. Uh, yeah, it, that was definitely yeah, there was nothing good about this show. I was going to say, there was definitely a talk of that and shit in <laughs> I don't know about good. But uh, look, if you got through that entire thing... Good on ya. That was uh, probably more of a beating for you guys than it would be for us. It's not inaccurate. Hey, if, as long as you're just listening for the predictions, we, like, we breeze through the first like half of the card in record time. Yeah, we could have made this a three-hour podcast. <laughs> I don't think we... <laughs> I think Chris would have killed us. Oh, I would have fucking tuned out and gone to bed. <laughs> Fair. 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 Oh. Enjoy the show, people. I'll be watching Clash at the Castle and having a much more wonderful time. And Worlds Collide, because I'm actually looking forward to that show as well. Yes. Oh, All good. So, uh, yep. Thank you for... Yep, that's it. Thank you for listening. Fuck off. Go home. <laughs> Slappy grandma. Jesus. Um, right. Call Eddie Kingston fat as well. It's funny. Yes. Do that on Twitter. <laughs> and then send us, a, send us a screenshot of you being blocked. <laughs> Tell Eddie Kingston we sent you. <laughs> yes, that would be great. You're a fat that bastard. Popular. <laughs> uh, anyway, leave a review. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. If you have, uh, tell a friend. I'm sure you've got at least one. Tell them to subscribe. And if you most don't... importantly, tell us if you do enjoy it. Tell us why you win, because I'm actually curious. And if I do see comments, I will address it on the next podcast. Whenever oh, that hundred percent. Probably you, here, so you'll be waiting a while. And if you don't have a friend, post it in your eFed. Actually, yeah, that'll work too. All good. Cheers for hanging around, guys. See ya. See ya. See ya.